0: going to start recording from here i hope this records all right if it doesn't i'm going to punch a fucking horse yeah i think it yeah Yeah. but it's
1: it's the establishment lot like the cultists that are just malfunctioning now i don't think they're ready for the end they're not ready for it and even though me me and you think obviously you know it's a bit of a false retreat and you know their plans are what they are these people don't think that Obviously, so they actually think the run is coming to an end, and they don't know what to do.
0: Yeah. Yep. Oh,
1: there's a uh, rainbow outside.
0: That's nice. Climate change.
1: Yeah, I saw a double rainbow the other day. Oh, like, yeah. you, you, do you remember that video where the guy like, double rainbow, oh man, he starts crying. Double rainbow all the way, oh man.
0: No, I don't, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah, I didn't
1: do that, I was still in a car park of a leisure centre, but I did go, oh God, there's two of them. <laughs> you made an effort. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Hello, Les and welcome to, um... oh, a... did I even say gentleman then, or was you say gentleman? you kind of said genitals and gentlemen together and then you forgot the show
1: is it's... that um I remember being in France and where waiters <laughs> will just get lazy so you've got like monsieur mm. and you've got madame yeah right? so I remember walking in with my mum and dad and the guy just going bonjour monsieur dame <laughs> they just put two together I Arthur does to that work. he
0: says mum dad
1: yeah yeah mad
0: yeah mum yeah. dad yeah just see bother you're not bothered which one you get you just want something yeah,
1: love me, pathetic.
0: <laughs> right. That's what we say,
1: "Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to What My name is Gareth Ike. Your name is Richard Willett. Have you had an AIDS test yet?
0: <laughs> not this morning. No, no, I haven't even had it in breakfast.
1: Oh God, I've not had breakfast either. I've had a pre-workout and I've got a coffee, so I'm going to be buzzing my face off. But I've um, I've not had an AIDS test either. Which is quite, you know, selfish. selfish of me.
0: It is selfish. What about the greater good? The common common denominator. <laughs> it's not the word. It is,
1: right. it is a quite amazing how quickly, how you can pivot from three weeks to flatten the curve to get tested for AIDS.
0: Oh, it's just like, it's the worst one they could have picked as well. What is it from the 80s that we didn't like? Think Tom Hanks. Think Tom Hanks. Yes. The streets of filled. Yeah.
1: No, 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 no. It's just weird, isn't it? Because all you've got, like, all these politicians that were putting pictures of themselves on Twitter, all married, like, just. You know, and I suppose, I don't know what drugs they use. I don't think they're needles, are they politicians? They tend to spaff shite up their nose, don't they? <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm not sure you can catch stuff like that.
0: Not but, from a spoon.
1: But no, so just, yeah, all happily married, not using, uh, sharing needles, just go and add an AIDS test. And you're like, right, why? Why did you?
0: Because Prince Harry told you to.
1: Well, if Prince Harry tells you to.
0: Exactly. They're not even got the same blood as us anyway.
1: No, exactly. What, what, this has come up with some real mental shit. This says you're a Scotch egg.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's take it for a PCR test.
1: Oh, shit. This <laughs> says you're dead. Well, I'm not yeah. dead, am I? I'm talking to you. Well, I'm sorry, but the PCR test doesn't lie and it says you're dead. Yeah. Oh,
0: right. well, it, also, dead then, it also says your dad's still alive. So, or um, well, your granddad is still alive. Was he ever alive? Not for the last 35 years, I wouldn't have thought so. It's been propped up. Propped Stuffed. Up. Taxidermy. <laughs> Prince Taxidermy. Great name. It's French. Is it,
1: it, his wife brown bread as well, though?
0: We don't know yet. She, there was a couple of bits in the paper last week. In what paper, I don't know, because I don't get papers. I read it on the internet. Um, that she wasn't well.
1: Yeah, and she's, she's you know,
0: she's been around people with the rona.
1: And, I, and because, obviously, you think about symbolism and stuff like that, You know, they want to destroy the royal family. Mm. They want to get rid of them. Um, They've served their purpose. Having a crown virus take out the crown, I mean, it's not beyond the realms, is it? It could be the last little throw of the dice.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, they would have died of their own virus. I always go back to War of the the Worlds and go back about how the common cold killed everyone. And that was like a lot of symbolism in there about how these people aren't like we are. And how we're able to survive this common cold, and how they want to destroy our immune systems, which is quite clearly why they're banging on about this HIV thing as an excuse to going, oh, you've all got a immune compromise, which is what HIV is. It's a decimation of the immune system. So you get, um, you what get. Could have,
1: what could have happened to have decimated people's immune systems? I wonder. I heard what the sale that? of mm-hmm.
0: um, of uh, Snickers bars have gone up, and. Um, and uh, something to do with the water supply in Cambodia
1: right yeah right yeah well yeah i would never really put those two together I still call them marathons so I you know
0: now you got to run of Snickers now
1: oh god Snickers what's yeah. the point in that I remember thinking at the time right marathon it's full of nuts and nougat and chocolate so it's quite sugar heavy they used to plug in the adverts. Marathon. You can run a marathon. Yeah. Try. I tell you what. Try running a marathon on a chocolate bar. It'd be like climbing Snowden on a protein bar. But fry up. But there was a there was a method that that, that made sense. It's called marathon. It gives you energy, so maybe you can run marathon.
0: Brilliant. we changed it to Snickers. All right.
1: Ex- explain that to me.
0: I think it was because when you um, when you run a marathon and you eat one of those, you shit yourself, so you get shitty knickers. Snickers.
1: Snickers. So it's like that whole Mr. dam thing shove it like together. we spoke about before. Yeah, just shove things together. Shitty knickers, Snickers. Yeah, why not? Um, talking of shitty knickers, um, Biden. obviously you've mentioned. <laughs> yeah, I haven't got Biden in this because. Oh, you? I have. Um, you'd you'd um, mentioned obviously this whole kind of you know, AIDS thing and jabby jibby jabby jab jabs. So now they want to jab five year olds because mm-hmm. they're psychopaths, obviously, and. You know, what parent is going to offer their child up to Satan? is I don't even want to know, but I imagine they'll have Follow Back Pro Europe in their, um, in their Twitter handle. But um, I saw on Twitter, obviously, that um, Leave the Kids Alone was trending. Because lots of people in that hashtag are people that are double and triple that have gone, nah, I'm drawing the line now. This is ridiculous. Like, these whole... Um, Is it JVCI or whatever it's called?
0: Yeah, the JVCI said not to do it
1: ages ago. Yeah, they said not to do it for teenagers, Mm -hmm. uh, not to do it for like 11-year-olds or whatever, ages ago. Then Chris Whitty overruled them because he's a fucking goblin. Uh, And then then now they're going, oh, yeah, no, give it five-year-olds, but give it on a non-urgent basis. Okay, so you've got Summer that's only got emergency approval <laughs> and you're saying give it on a non-urgent basis. Well, if it's not urgent, it's not an emergency, is it? you fucking fucking bellend.
0: Yeah. Like, that's like give him crisps when he's not hungry, when he's really full. Shove it in there.
1: It's just insane. So I looked on that hashtag and then I saw a Dr. Ian McCormick, right? Right. He's a weird fucker. <laughs> and his picture is a T-shirt with just a list of lots of stuff he's vaccinated against. Like, no one gives a fuck, what? mate. Yeah. And and he goes, you know, vaccines are safe and effective. Some have been around for 300 plus years. Right. Okay, And then he says, do not leave the kids alone. No. Imagine tweeting that. Don't leave the kids alone. What? Are you a mentalist. What do you mean? Don't leave the kids alone. That sounds a
0: bit noncy to me. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Let's just say it. That's exactly what it sounds like. Does It sounds creepy. Was it on the back of his T-shirt?
1: No, it was just in the in his tweet, and the picture was him with this T-shirt that just says vaccinated down the middle, and then it's got loads of little
0: illnesses and diseases. Um, they're a cult, mate. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're completely brainwashed, absolutely brainwashed. And then what happens in a cult when you're told that it's a cult, but you've spent the last two years having a go at everybody, or the last 20 years, outside the cult? You can't come to terms with the fact that you've been, you're in a cult, so you just double down. You get more and more weird until you just... Have a mental breakdown on live well, they, TV, probably.
1: Well, there is there is one um, journalist who um, he writes for Telegraph, so his bio says. I'd never heard of him, to be honest, but you know. Um, and he presents shows for Sky News and BBC and whatever. So he's obviously, you know, establishment. His name's Matthew Stadlin, right? He's been a proper Rona 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 mm. from, from the beginning. He's losing his mind on Twitter, right? He's just offering people out. <laughs> for, fight, for fights, oh, I
0: for, bet he's—I bet he's a strong for, man. He's a journalist
1: for physical boxing matches, right? So he's offered out um, Adam Brooks. He's—he then commented on some uh, a Welsh politician's thing, just saying, "Put up forty grand, and I'll—I'll—and uh, we'll see how strong that weak chin is, or whatever." It's like, holy, you're just like—you write for a living, sits on his arse, awesome and types. Lunatic. But then he put a video up of himself, right? boxing training Did he right? really yeah Amazing. yeah he's going like that right his elbows are flying out all over the shop he's taking out grannies right <laughs> it is but it's filmed in a kids play park right so you're in a kids play park with your pt fucking flailing your little chicken arms and and then sent that to these people like this is evidence that i'm gonna smash up <laughs> and i was watching it i was like he's literally losing his mind yeah. he's having a meltdown and I then I saw loads of boxers and boxing trainers and stuff coming on going oh this is this this is horrendous technique <laughs> right so then you leave it didn't yeah then he replied to them saying yeah this was at the end of a of a of a cardio session what are right, you okay, doing
0: chasing okay. kids around the roundabout
1: so what I'm going to say now Lynn, right is this is at the end of a cardio session right I'm not into boxing at all right but pretend for a minute I'm a boxing coach adam this is a video of him at the end of a cardio session, right? Right. So, ju- ju- yeah, I've, yeah. Uh, the tactics for your fight, Adam, are get him tired. <laughs> get him tired. Just dance around the ring, get him tired. Cuz yeah. this is this is what he boxes like when he's tired. You'll be fine, mate. Yeah. Honestly, his arms were like this. His face is open the whole time. <laughs> and he's got a hit me face to be fair. Given it like this. he's got the hood up like he's fucking rocket. Uh... <laughs> oh man. I, just, I was just looking at it going... I don't, like, I want to laugh, but he's clearly having a mental breakdown, yeah. and I shouldn't really laugh at that.
0: Well, well, you find funny what you find funny. There's a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, but he is a knobhead. Well, exactly. He's calling people out for a fight, Gareth. It's not, these people sometimes, I think sometimes we're, we are a little bit too giving, uh, forgiving and too nice with these people. He's offering people out for a fight. Yeah. If and you the, get and hit it's... in their head, then it, you, you learn. that's how you learn. But he was tweeting
1: at Twitter support and at Verified saying, look at these accounts. Look how many followers they've got. Why have they got so many followers? Uh, I don't know. Maybe they don't post videos of themselves boxing in
0: a kid's fucking play park, to be honest, Matthew. uh, (laughs) But he's offering people out for a fight. So he's actually like instigating a crime. Well, he's basically, yeah, he's, he's, he's abusing people on the Internet and then calling out Twitter, please. Well, that's the
1: thing, isn't it? If you think about it, you've got a mainstream journalist who who writes for, for a big paper, presents for the BBC, You know, still probably the biggest organisation in the country in terms of media, Sky News, obviously, Murdoch, massive, yep. getting annoyed that people have got more followers than him. <laughs> to, the well wants, yep. to the point where he wants to fight them.
0: I bet, like, Muhammad Ali was really worried about that back in the day. So can you just check... Can you just check how many people have uh, bought tickets for this thing? Like, you know what I mean? I mean, that's that's the sign of a a real hard nut worrying about your Twitter followers and how many you got.
1: It's so it's so surreal to read it though, and I saw a few people like commenting on it.
0: Other like
1: people just going, "Oh, this is insane! <laughs> like, what am I even reading?"
0: You know, it's, I don't know. Bizarre, isn't it? Mad. There you go. Well, the world has gone mad. I mean, in this one, um. We got. We could meet the Westerners. So meet the Westerners going child-free to save the planet. Did you see that one? I bet they look like no one want to have kids with them. Um, this is a stock photo, but yeah, I absolutely agree. That's probably like this. that, that Benjamin butthole hood, that little kid who said that. Oh, the jumper. Oh, the, where's Waldo? There he is. He's that, got a horrendous it, dress sense. Oh, it's like someone's put him in a, a tube of sweets, shoved his head in it. He speaks out the corner of his
1: mouth as well. Mm-hmm. Did you noticed
0: that? Uh, the corner of something else as well. Yeah, I did notice that, yeah. Probably fucking
1: Bell's pulls it. He's had about a his jabs, probably. isn't
0: <laughs> yeah, he? Yeah, very probably has, yeah. So it says, Once considered a giving of adulthood, giving birth is now something many women of childbearing age are opting out of. <sighs> a November 2021 report of the. the, 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 the yeah, so basically, the, the actually. Um, the quote is hilarious as well. So she said. It was not all likely, but they have children someday. So basically, they're just saying I don't want to have kids because it's put too much pressure on. Them. It's the eugenics thing, isn't it? So um, I love
1: that that's news though. I've got mates
0: so. that don't want kids, and all they did
1: was just you'd sit in the pub and you go, Are "You having kids? You nah, don't,
0: nah, don't do kids, mate. no, no, that was it. That was the conversation. <laughs> well, she said, as a very young woman, I vowed to contribute to the. I vowed not to contribute to the mess being created by producing another child. It's not a record. I love that humans are a mess. Um, <laughs> oh,
1: look, what, what do you call it? Mess?
0: <laughs> fucking filthy shit. Fucking put state it in of it. it. The fucking state of it is she's 15 now. She is. She's, you see the state of it. So she said, I saw it as a very selfish act in our society. Oh. If I really needed to be a parent, there were thousands of foster children who need homes, who needed homes, don't anymore. Having a child of my own seemed more about narcissism and less about parenting. These people are yeah. real people. That's I mean, the mental um, illness that we're allowed.
1: The sad thing is, though, she says that in this like virtue signalling piece, but she won't go and foster a kid.
0: Of course she won't. <laughs> of course she she won't. won't go and
1: foster a kid. She do not want a kid because she doesn't want it waking
0: her up at five in the fucking morning. No. On a lie-in
1: at Sunday. That's
0: the oh, it's answer. Monday morning. I don't need to get up. No, I'm on my universal basic
1: <laughs> income. I don't need to get up.
0: So Courtney Ordway, 31, similarly decided early on that she didn't want to have children, and also believes that if she ever feels the urge to be a mum, she would just go to the adopt go the adoption route. That's just off the M25. That is okay. Well done. A pile then. up down there. It's, it's. Obviously, what we're seeing here, and that just the reeks of the, the gen- eugenics next stage of Agenda 21, of the depopulation agenda, and it's obviously these probably made up, these might not be real people, but <laughs> possibly, it wouldn't surprise me, but you can see where all these little narratives are heading towards, aren't they, uh, this sustainable development horseshit. Yeah. From... People
1: have that point of view, though, Rich. Like, I remember, like, I don't really put pictures of my kids up anymore because just there's too many fucking lunatics out there. Yeah. But um, occasionally, if we're doing something, you know, so when Ophi was born, obviously I put a picture up of, of Law holding Ophi. It's so, like, you know, we've got a, another little one. And, mm-hmm. and all the comments are beautiful comments. To be fair, Instagram's actually generally quite a nice place, to be fair. Yeah. And, um, and then, yeah, one of the comments was like, why do you not think it's selfish? Why would you bring a baby into this world? And it's like, uh, okay, delete.
0: But how does that person feel like they got into the world?
1: Exactly. And also, why? Uh, what, what level of arrogance do you need to believe that you can survive but they can't? Why? Why can you navigate this and they ain't gonna be able to? I mean, unless you're confessing the fact that you're probably going to have a div kid. What? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Why? Why, why can this you? There's a high percentage of
0: chance with that comment. To be fair, I saw a similar comment on something else that we did, and I don't think it was towards you. I think it was towards me. Um, similar, and it's like, do you, yeah, don't you think it's selfish to bring a child into this environment? How about you change this environment, stop being a dickhead? Yeah,
1: and also, if you don't, then only stupid people are breeding because they ain't gonna stop. Well, apart from these two lasses, they ain't gonna stop. So yeah. what? So you know, do you know what I mean? But also, what with comments like that, and I see like lots of stuff like that on on social media generally. And you think, oh, what, why did you write that? Yeah, what did you get out of that? Why Why did you write that? What a bizarre thing to write. Like someone's putting up a picture of their newborn baby, the most amazing fucking thing. Oh, I, just want, <sighs> I just want to blow his candle out. What's the <laughs> fucking point?
0: It doesn't make yours shine brighter, mate. They're mentally ill, mate. That's all I can say. that they, they, they have a, an emotional disturbance in them and they don't like themselves. Which is probably is the where it comes to is they yeah. hate themselves. They don't really want to be here, and they want to spill the party for everyone else. This is yeah. quite a nice place, without the dickheads, the one percent that ruin it for all of us that we're trying to kind of push back against and and bring into the light. This is actually a lovely place to be. It's a gorgeous planet. Yeah, it's amazing.
1: We could, make, we could we could if we could work together, it would be amazing. We could make it even better.
0: And most oh, of us absolutely. do. It's only in the last yeah, most of us do yeah six thousand years these. <laughs> Right, before
1: even before, before before Brexit, to be fair, that's just fucking tore everyone a new one. Is yeah, people just generally wanted to get on. You'd always have a few nuggets because you're gonna have nuggets everywhere. Um, I don't know what nuggets means, but it just felt right to say nuggets. Like yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna start calling nobeds nuggets for now on. They are nuggets. You always gonna right? you always gonna have a few little nuggets. Um, everywhere in everything and that's just you know but they are massively the minority
0: most Most people just don't want to get on mate they've been fostering the nuggets the last couple of years and then that's it it comes back to these idiots that don't want to let the rona go because it's their kind of virtue flag they they love it they're desperate to keep it going it's not over
1: it's not over yeah
0: it kind of don't let it be over (laughs) yeah i know it's mad it's be the christmas number one um Climate sadness is a thing. They're a cult. They are a cult. But all of this stuff goes back to Climate madness is a thing. Climate (laughs) madness. Yeah, you can can get ill from it now. So the growth of climate therapy for eco... Oh, eco-anxiety is a thing now. Labelled rational. So eco-anxiety is a thing now. So you can get really anxious about the climate. So the New York Times (laughs) reports on the growth of climate therapy for lefties suffering from eco-anxiety. So obviously this is written from a certain... Point of view of thinking it's ridiculous, which it is. In an article titled "Climate Change Enters the Therapy Room," the news reports eco-anxiety, a concept introduced by young activists, lunatics, has entered a mainstream vocabulary, and professional organizers are hurried to catch up. Though there's a little little empirical data on effective treatments, because it's, it's bollocks. The field is expanding swiftly. An 18-year-old student who sometimes experiences panic attacks so severe that she can't get out of bed. <laughs> lazy fucker a 69 year old glacial geologist who is sometimes overwhelmed with sadness when he looks at his grandchildren a man in his 50s who erupts in frustration over his friends consumption choices unable to tolerate their chatter about vaccinations in tuscany or vacations thing states the report so basically everyone's suffering from this is a thing they're pushing now so it's uh yeah um what was the term I just used eco-anxiety
1: I'm not not shocked though Rich like with these young people that are in university and school being bombarded with all this climate bollocks I'm not surprised they're worried but for the slightly older ones I just think you've got like a bunch of crusty hippies don't really want to work and it's like but I need I need to work Um, but what I really want to do is just kind of just sit around all day on a beanbag and smoke weed yeah well have you ever thought about being a climate therapist (laughs)
0: Yeah, what's that mean? Uh, Basically,
1: it, sit sit around on beanbags and bean bags <laughs> <to> smoke weed all day. Sounds
0: fucking brilliant. Do I get my own office? You definitely get your own office, yeah, with the windows closed and no air because it's, it's a pollutant. It, Yeah, but, but this is the other thing. I mean, there's two layers to it. There's the genuine the fact that they're frightened kids into believing this whole shit. Like, we were, when we were young, we thought acid rain was coming, which I thought was a rave scene, but it wasn't. And then... Then there is the case of obviously they're pushing these little narratives like the last one out towards these Agenda 21, Agenda 2030 sustainable goals. Which, like last week when I spoke to Sandy Adams about this in a a pop deep dive in the studio, was I knew a, I knew a fair bit about this stuff, but the way she put it all together was like okay now now I get it I get it anyway, but now I really kind of get every little thing that they're doing is pushing towards this climate cult. And this even the vaccinations is part of all of this cult towards a um was it a carbon economy of basically saying you will get paid to to the least the more compliant you are and the least trouble you seem to be for the cult in terms of and they'll wrap it up in oh you're not home in the climate you will get your little tokens of cryptocurrency and your social credit score so they're <laughs> they're they're crashing the economy to build up basically a client a, a climate economy. Sorry, a compliance economy. So yeah. basically, that's what they're doing. It's a, a, a compliance economy, and then you see where they're doing it, and it goes all the way back to like the late seventies. That this part of it is, and the transhumanist agenda goes back to the nineteen forties. They tried to do it after World War Two, but it just fell on its ass a bit. So it's just like seeing all these little things that you kind of we pick up. All these articles, they all just weave into the same cult, and then yeah. you come up to the what you talk about, which I'd never looked into until you spoke about as young global leaders. They're fucking—it's not a coincidence they're all in these places, right they're now. All in Those
1: places, yeah. I mean, we had we had Johnny. We spoke to Johnny Vedmore yesterday, um, which is going to go out tomorrow on the Right Now show, and he was talking about the Welcome Five, and he'd written an article about these five guys that have basically ran everything in terms of COVID response. Mm-hmm. Like, they have been in, in all these positions. One of the five is Neil Ferguson. Oh, right. And, and they, you know, they're modelling, like, some naive people will go, well, some very naive people will go, their modelling was fine, it's just we locked down and it saved everyone. Um, those, they're the kind of people that send videos of themselves boxing the kid's play park. Yeah. But there's the other bit which is just naive in the sense that, like, well, they just, it was a mistake, they just got it wrong. They they do that accidentally Um, because then you look back at swine flu, which I always think was a dry run for this anyway and then you go um, into a foot and mouth and these same people particularly Ferguson were responsible for that whole foot and mouth thing So that decimated farming in the UK, especially independent farms decimated And so many of those farms then closed down because the whole fucking livestock was like burnt like some fucking satanic ritual sacrifice and they then had to go into the cities and the towns that's into exactly jobs is, and it's it? like whole thing ties into
0: yep. this shit getting everyone in urban environments and making them smart cities and reclaiming taking back the land from land that they don't own that's why people don't get it and I mean to be fair I didn't even though we've done this for quite some time now probably 10 years doing this research I didn't get it and even now I'm learning so much more than pieces falling into place like that that just seeing where they're getting everybody out of the, off the farms, destroying farming and putting them in the urban environments. My my dad was a greengrocer like when we were kids. And we remember about 1989, that all fell at the bottom fell out of it, and the supermarkets opened. And that was a, just a. When you look back, you, I feel so I feel so bad for my dad because you, you get all of this, and he wouldn't have understand what was going on, like to the extent that it is now. But that was purposely done to destroy small retail businesses, like your your local. Uh, green greengrocer, your local butcher. We had a butcher next door to us and they shut down within the year to put it all into one hub to destroy any sorts of independence. This was nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. And you think it was going on back then? I mean obviously going on for, it's going on for thousands of years, but to this state this is a long, long held agenda. So when you say about oh they just got it wrong with the lot <laughs> this has been hundreds of years of planning. They don't just get things wrong and then when we come to where we are now, what's next? Because it yeah. has been obviously the narrative's been switched on purpose and that's yeah. where we kind of find ourselves
1: well I think part of it is maybe they feel they've done enough in terms of destroying economy destroying small businesses because the fallout of this hasn't even fucking started yet no. because at some point the banks are gonna ask for their money back yeah um, which is just gonna destroy everything cripple everyone um, and you know, the, like those welcome five, that they were plucked out of Oxford and put together in 1994. Mm. Mm. So the five people that are running the COVID freaking scam have been working together since '94, handpicked out of Oxford University, put together, moved over to Imperial College London. These things are long planned, man.
0: Absolutely, they are. And there was, uh, I found out about that thing, there was another um, memorandum against the, was it a John Snow memorandum? Which was kind of like the opposite of the Great Barrington Declaration. And I've had certain people trying to discredit the Great Barrington Declaration because some of the funding. And I've tried to explain that just because some of the funding comes from somewhere doesn't necessarily mean everybody who signed up for it, what they're saying, isn't... You had thousands, tens of thousands. I mean, it was even hundreds of thousands tens of thousands at least, of medical experts and doctors and physicians saying what they were saying. It it was led, in my opinion, it was led down a cul-de-sac. But on the opposite side, you had this John Snow memorandum, I believe it was called. And when you look into it, it was heavily supported, heavily pushed by the Lancet. And the Lancet is is at least in part funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So you had this... And they were very pro-everything, basically. Very pro... Yeah, and didn't believe that... uh, the herd immunity was a real thing, although it's been constantly a real thing for, for forever and Now was it Biden only a few days ago come out and agreed that that that, that um herd immunity was a thing because it suits their narrative now and and it just thinks where we're we going next with it But as you say the economic part of this hasn't even started yet. we got a thing through last I no. think we last spoke about them wanting to increase our electric bills by sixty pounds a month, and it's See like that. it's just starting.
1: Yeah, so your bills are going up at the time when your money's going down. People are, are losing their jobs and their businesses. Mm. And, uh, you know, and then what will happen Obviously, they're, they're already trialing universal basic income in, in West Belfast and in, in, in South Wales.
0: Right, okay. You know,
1: and and the whole thing is, you know, destroy all the businesses, get everyone on a universal basic income. Um, the naive among us will go, well, that's a good idea, isn't it? You go, yeah, but it's going to come with caveats, mate. Mm. They're not just going to give it to you. You're gonna to have to tick the boxes, and those some of those boxes will be jab-related, definitely. Yeah. Um, and they'll also be compliance-related in other ways. If you're a dissident of the state, you don't eat, bro. Yeah.
0: This is the well, you can see it happening in Canada. Something well, this is the thing. Is, I mean, I mean, they're just blatantly doing that. They're, they're shutting down in, their, <laughs> their bank accounts and insurance policies. Well, not even just
1: that, Rich. Like he's like bringing in fucking martial law, basically. Um, it's absolutely insane to the point where if you if you support the truckers openly, not enough to be one, mm. but if you support them openly on social media, so you go, yeah, i stand with the truckers or share an article from, from them, um, you, you stand to have your bank accounts frozen and all your insurance
0: policies nullified. The guy needs to be jailed. You can't have someone like that roaming the planet. He's a menace to society. And, guess, and, and what's his background? What was he part of? He's a menace of people kind. Um, he's a young global leader exactly
1: and, and and he's one that Schwab showed off about a few years ago mm. so you know we have people in these countries yeah alright Bond villain um, like Trudeau in Canada
0: did but you so, see his, so his, his funny little socks <laughs> no oh yeah see the picture of him Who's in front said... of the World, World Economic Forum banner he's, oh yeah, 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 yeah he's just well, he's dressed the just... head and toe in blue it's, it's bizarre he's, he's just a cult asset like his dad yeah. whichever one his dad
1: was um but he, I mean, I saw a video surfaced yesterday of him talking eight years ago, and he said, who do you most admire? And he said, China, for their basic dictatorship.
0: What? <laughs> I what? love the basic. Is that like... Is he I, I know. It's I know. Right. I love
1: China. It's great. Like the human rights abuses and the dictatorship and stuff. Yeah. And it's amazing. And the fact that when they wanted to have Olympics, they just bulldozed people's houses and kicked them out. Yeah, it was
0: wicked. Is that, I can't wait to do that here where we are in the snowy place. It'd be fun. He's a dickhead. They're all dickheads. Merkel, dickhead, yeah. Jacinda, Adhan. They're all uh, Trudeau. I believe Trudeau was a young global leader. Blair. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They're, they're, all... All,
1: they're all psychopaths, but yeah. they're all fucking frightened. Like, he's terrified, Trudeau. I don't, I don't believe he's terrified of the truckers at all. I think he's scared of what his bosses are going to do if he doesn't we'll deal with the truckers.
0: Yeah. That's the way it works. That's the he way looks way it like works. a frightened boy. Well, he did, yeah, and he always does. He always does look like a frightened boy. Um, yeah, basically... Biden's back though. Back I'm again. Back Biden back, back again, selling crack pipes to his friends. Oh, that was extraordinary, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, we need to. We need more sort of racial equality. All right, okay. Well, I ain't gonna disagree with that. So what are we gonna do to help people? Give them crack pipes? Oh.
0: Oh, but I knew he's gonna come out with something stupid.
1: You've lost me a bit there. I've got to say, I'm not following.
0: <laughs> Joe, give him thirty million. So the GOP outraged as thirty million dollars. Biden planned to fund crack pipe distribution in an effort to reduce drug harm. I see. I see a problem in that that um, approach of reducing um, drug harm by giving them crack pipe distribution. I understand that kind of. If you don't make it illegal, they might not do it as much. I, I kind of get that, but this is giving them the actual instruments to do the cracking of up the pipeage. Is it um, not
1: a little bit racist as well? Yeah. Do you know what I think? Yeah. Like, I think so. We want more racial equality. Okay. Well, okay. So the so we're going to go right. Okay. So the BAME. <laughs> God, that is annoying. But that community then, that
0: that is... What is does just, that mean? I've never heard of that.
1: It's black, Asian, minority, ethnic, isn't it? Is that what it means? I've never heard of it before. I thought I it think, was a I'm character sure. in Batman. Yeah. Well, it was. Yeah, to be fair. Was that Bane. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it stands for. So they're 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 disenfranchised. They, they don't have as, as many opportunities, um, and the Biden administration is is absolutely determined um, to to fix that. <laughs> That's brilliant, Joe. What are you gonna do? They like crack pipes, don't they?
0: Yeah. So what are the problems, Joe?
1: Them lot. Like, <laughs> like other stuff as well, Joe. To be honest, there's other things they enjoy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, but it's the only thing I can think of, right? Just give them crack pipes and my son yeah. my son recommends them.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't really know many of that community. Like I, I get the odd one that comes in and sort of Yeah, thanks. Makes my coffee. Um But yeah, so I don't really know what they're into.
0: they it's crack it's crackpipes and uh, basketball, isn't it? Yeah, barbecues. Yeah,
1: they're like like yeah.
0: I don't yeah. Know barbecues. And they're ragga music. So
1: yeah, that's a weird... Yeah, reggae... reggae,
0: reggae. I can't even say that.
1: Are they they're in the wrong way around? <laughs> Raggae. It, it's, it's, it it's a reggae? Bonus? It's reggae. It's reggae, It just sounds... It just feels racist, doesn't it? The, oh, the, the it assumption is. that for equality, get them crack pipes. I,
0: I, I'd assume Biden was be, racist if what? he just didn't hate us all equally.
1: Well, this is true, yeah. He's probably... Yeah. I don't. I, does he know he's racist, though? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't think he knows where he is. Because that
1: teleprompter could tell him to say anything. Oh, yeah. And he wouldn't know.
0: <laughs> he wouldn't. He's brilliant. He's like that computer thing that you like when I come round and you just type the swear words in for me. Yeah. He's basically one that. of them. He's one of them. So apparently just a little bit of this article, we'll move on, because it's pretty much the long and short of it, is is that he's giving people crack pipes. Um, so it's a cruel joke, the Arkansas senator said on Twitter on Monday. I love that Twitter's now where we get our news from. So it's the inversion of you don't go on Twitter to push the news. You go on. Well, you do it all loops around. Twitter is the news. Calling the program crack pipe distribution. Drug overdose deaths are at their highest record levels. The Biden administration should focus on stopping trafficking traffickers instead of creating more demand for their product. Drug traffickers. Got a point. He's got a good point. Yeah, I think he obviously... Kind of hard to disagree it. with that, really. Yeah, no, no. He was clearly... clearly um, the Arkinson, wasn't and Bill Arkansas. Clinton? Arkansas. Bill, it was Bill Clinton's, Bill Clinton's neck of the woods, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. So they're probably happy they haven't got someone who's a cracker themselves. So, um, government-funding drug paraphernalia is a slap in the face to the communities and first responders fighting against drugs flowing into our country from a wide-open southern border. That Biden created. Mr. Blackburn wrote in her letter: If this is the president's plan to address drug use, our nation is in serious trouble. Your nation is fucked.
1: Um, Only an anecdotal one of trying to find somewhere to live, Richard. It's <laughs> okay. like a fucking nightmare. Like a proper nightmare. Right? So we've got a buyer for our house. And um, right. we've got a, quite a decent deal because we've done quite a lot of work on the, on the place. It's a two-bed terrace, which obviously is not big enough for four of us now, but um, we've done quite a lot of work on it in the three years we've lived there. So, so I had a little bit more money to play with um, looking for new places. And so I found a place that I like, fell in love with, which is a problem, because then if you don't get it, you're gutted. Yeah. So I phoned up, put an offer in, right, and she was like, right, okay, Um, we have had an offer already and I was like, okay, is mine higher than that though? And she was like, well, yeah, was like, right. Okay. But they can't tell you how much the other offer is, but that's fine. I just know that I'm the highest bidder. So I went, okay. And so she was like, um, this was the Thursday evening. She said, right, we've got viewings over the weekend. Um, and obviously if someone else puts another bid in, blah, 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 then I'll come back to you. Yeah. And I was like, right. Okay. So no news is good news basically. So she said, yeah, I went, right. So then Friday afternoon, she phoned Gemma and says, uh, yeah, sorry, it's, um, it's gone. They've accepted an offer from someone else.
0: All right.
1: So I went, so I'm livid. So I got home. So I went into the garden. I found I was like, so can you explain this to me? Why didn't you phone me? Yeah. And let me know. Because I'd, I'd, I had room for a little bit of scope. Sure. I was like, uh, you know, okay. So I was like, is that a lot more than mine? And she went, I can't tell the amount. I went, well, what about? So I just crept up, right? And then she went, oh, okay, yeah, I'll put that to them. I'll call you back. Never did. Right. Right. Never did. So then we found another one, which again annoyingly fell in love with. So tried to get a view in, can't get a view in. So I went, we went out there, drove around the area, really studied the spec of the place. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go in with an offer anyway. We've not even seen it yet, but I'm gonna go in with an offer because this is perfect. It ticks every single box. I had an old railway line behind it. I could go running down. I was oh, like in dreamland. Cool. And um, and so put put an offer in, and they went, "Oh, okay, thank you for that. We'll put that to the vendor, and um, I'll give you a call back." No call back.
0: <laughs> They're right? useless. They are. No call yeah. back.
1: So then I phoned <clears throat> a few hours later. I was like, "Oh, mate, just check. It. Oh no, sorry, they've gone. They've accepted a bid with someone else." Did you want to phone me back?
0: <laughs> Mate, they're useless. It's we... insane, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So
1: We're... I'm back to the
0: drawing board now. You'll find the right one. I know everyone says that. You'll find the right one. But, I mean, it's, it, if things are that hard, we've sold our house twice. We've actually sold it twice. And because we couldn't find one in time that we liked round here, and two or three of them fell through that we wanted... We just took off the market twice because we like can't do it's it. It's a nightmare. Yeah. I mean,
1: we're we're lucky in the sense that the person that's put a bid in on ours that we've accepted is a first time buyer, so they're living at home. Right. So they've basically said, like our estate agents are great. They've gone back to them and said, look, these guys, obviously me and Gemma, they've got two young kids. Can you wait to com- to to start the process until they've had a bid accepted somewhere else? Hmm. So that both sets of solicitors can do it together. Because yeah. otherwise you'll go through and she'll own the house and we'll have
0: we won't have anywhere to live. That nearly happened to us, yeah. We got, yeah, we yeah, got a, two. Can you go kids. and live with Sam's mum and dad, right? No. No. Yeah. One, it's mental. And two, you've got kids. Exactly. And so this
1: lady is sound as hell and she's gone, No, absolutely fine, I'll wait, not a problem. So we're mm. lucky in that sense. But I still I can't expect her to wait. She's not gonna wait nine months. So it's like at what point? And it's... um Yeah.
0: You're it. In. yeah well, you're, We're you're going fine.
1: to look at one this afternoon, which is a proper
0: project. Right. I quite like that, though. Although yeah. I'm really shit at anything, like, DIY-ish. I'm,
1: I'm not too bad, but I looked at it, and it's it's massive, and it's affordable because it's a, f- a project. Yeah. You know? But you could go in there and get the kids' room and the kitchen and the lounge in our room and the bathroom done pretty quick. Okay. And then the rest of it will just take... Five years, and and that's fine. Um, So we're going to look at that. But I sent it to my dad because obviously, you know, I know I'm forty, but I still send things to my dad and to my mum just to get Mm -hmm. their opinion. They've got more life experience than me. Mum comes back, oh my god, that's amazing! Like, you could make that amazing. (laughs) Like, you know, because I used to like do a bit of dabble around with a bit of DIY when I was younger, and I've got lots of mates that that are in the trade, working on the tools and stuff, so we can do stuff together. And, um, And my dad just replied, yeah. Yeah, it's brilliant. If you love DIY, you've got a shitload of time on your hands. <laughs> Cheers, Dad. It's like, I mean, he's right. Yeah, well, Despite, he's not
0: wrong, is he? No, no, he's not but, wrong.
1: But but it's like, if for a house, I, I mean, I could go and buy a box tomorrow. But yeah. the reason I'm leaving this house is because it's not big enough. So to go then into another house that's not big enough is just, what's the fucking point? It's
0: mad, yeah, of course it's. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. haven't got, your house isn't exactly small either. So, No, so. it's a
1: lovely little house, but obviously, we, you know, at the minute, we've... we've uh, got a feeling in our room and she's not going to want to be in our room when she's 15
0: <laughs> like they did not to no, no i've heard no. they would. i couldn't stand being in my mum and dad's room when i was 17 it's yeah. weird
1: can my girlfriend stay over oh yeah. really
0: just really? look can you just turn the other way and put the earplugs in i know dad's half deaf but uh it's still a bit awkward
1: yeah it's such a weird thing because i've not done it before like i've only ever bought one house which is the one we live in and I I went in, I looked at it once, I got the proper, because I just go with my gut on most things. I was like, I love it, I put in an offer. They went, That sounds brilliant, I'll see you later. And it was done.
0: Yeah. Like, there was none of this, bollocks. No, we've had a nightmare. We've had a nightmare trying to move. But then again, like, we come back to like this whole economy thing, then you get a bit nervous, like, because we kind of backed out. We were thinking, obviously, Sam's just left the NHS because she won't be experimented on, even though they've rolled back of it. She's like, I'm not having that, I'm not being put in that position. Like you, you don't deserve to have people decent people here anymore so she's still leaving but like yeah. we kind of uh, that's one reason why we took off market but like what do you think my, my yeah, balls just I, fall down <laughs> oh, amazing that oh, says old, that, it all doesn't it that's the house I'm trying to buy that's that. actually that's part of the house again. that's not even a background that was actually part of the house no, you're, you're, no,
1: uh, yeah of course there's a fear which is which is another part of the reason for buying somewhere cheaper Because I'll be honest with you, like this place, it's been up for a little bit. So so even if I go in at asking price, it ain't much more than Mm. I've sold, like as in like literally a couple of grand more than I than I've sold our house for. And it's a three bedroom house with two massive loft rooms, which I can turn into a podcast room, um, and all that sort of stuff. So it's you know, so I guess. But if I went, if I want nice spec, I, I can't afford it. Like, I, I can't afford it. And that's what's gutting as well, is, like, not even being in the race for these places.
0: Yeah. Do you know, do you know what but I mean? But like, it's a step up. And as you just say, you, you've invested in, in that future and you can build on that and make that into somewhere nice. Yeah. Well, especially where when the kids I'm, where get I'm older. Looking,
1: Where I'm looking is in the countryside, Rich. It's further out. It's further out. It's, like, 40 minutes out of Derby. Is it? Whereas I'm 12 minutes out of Derby now, yeah. So on that side of it. But I just want the kids to be able to grow up in a place that's, you know, fields and
0: trees and this is what we're seeing all that stuff they're all being chuffed and we go back to what we were talking about before with this sustainable development stuff and urbanizing everybody in these smart cities they're going to be kind of railroaded into living in these quite not not very pleasant places in tiny little boxes so for them to have that kind of understanding that that's not normal is a good start
1: well that's my attitude mate i just i mean as a kid like growing up on the isle of wight you know, you just lived on the beach, which I know is not countryside, but it's still free. It's, it's mm-hmm. liberating. It's not, you know, being sat in a house. Um, and so, obviously, we don't live anywhere near the sea. But, um, but I, yeah, just having them in the countryside and that that freedom and stuff um, is great. And I'm, it's and, and there's lots of old railway lines around there that I can go running down and walking. I love that. Um, it's sad, isn't it? Like in the old days, you'd be looking right. Like, are there any decent clubs around? What, what's what's the pub scene like? Yeah. And now I'm like, is there a dish as well? And I
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'll have it. But well, it's nice though in a way. Like obviously I don't drink, I haven't drunk for years now, and it's it's kind of a uh, nice to have the uh, my walls falling down again. It's nice to have the uh, the sea literally two minutes down there. This podcast is going well today. We've had two dropouts and my walls fallen
1: down. I um I do I do love the the area that you live in
0: though. Oh it's lovely. It's yeah, really, really nice. Is I mean I missed I'd like to be there to be able to work in the T V studio a lot more, but and then you come home here and you think it's so quiet, and everybody knows each other, and it's it's a little bit like Cheers, in a way, without the drinking. Yeah, yeah. It's,
1: it's yeah. I think that's
0: it's the quality of
1: life, isn't it? And that's my attitude with this: is I look at it, and if well, I do go ahead and try and get this place, it's it's a 40-minute trek. But I'm only in here two days a week in Derby, so name. you know the idea of, of 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 doing that twice a week. But for then for the other five days a week, just living in the countryside, it's, I'm fine with that.
0: Well, you don't could also, me. if you have got a big like podcast room up there, you can make that into anything and do your own little podcast show up there, which could look really decent. You know that? And yeah, you have yeah. Much yeah. to make it look really decent and make it look work work. So there's options to work at home, which I know this is where they're pushing us anyway. Um, which kind of I, makes me want to push. I don't, don't mind, that, though. I don't I, mind I, it I, if I'm I, choosing I your... to do it.
1: Yeah, I get what you're saying. You yes. know what I mean? I don't mind but for, if, but if that's for a me, choice. Like, as someone before lockdown, when everything closed, I just fucking worked and missed out on loads with yeah. Allura. Now, like, I'm
0: not missing anything
1: with Ophi, And it is it is a nice feeling, I must nice. admit. Yeah. yeah,
0: I think we've been very fortunate to do this. And I think that's, that's something kind of like I've sort of, sort of thought about a lot, is that we did this sort of work when it's not very popular. We get a lot of stick from it. We get, like, a load of crap from it. But look, really, who's going to be... When all the shops are shut, when all the businesses have got to have QR codes to get in them for work, really the ones that did what was right in the first place kind of have come out all right. Yeah, well, fortune favours the brave. Unless... uh, Until they chuck us off the internet. (laughs) Then then we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But fortune does favour the brave. It always does.
1: We'll we'll have pop-up bookshops.
0: Yeah, we'll do something. We'll go on tour. Well, that's what I said. Yeah, we'll do what-aff on tour. So, guys, you have to come and watch us. Okay, before, we, we've had a couple of dropouts, so it might be a slightly short show, but Valentine's Crimes. Did you see that one? We'll end it on... Uh, on. oh no. go on. This could work. How well do you think this is going to work out? So, um, fascistic feds... Oh, this is your dad's uh, uh, headline, by the way. Encourage ex-lovers to grass each other up for fun on Valentine's Day. These people are sick it's almost what? unimaginable. Do you not remember this? See no. This one? Okay, so and the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco and Firearms in the US marked Valentine's Day by encouraging ex-lovers to grass each other up over illegal gun activity for fun. Yes, really. The AFT used Twitter to try to get jilted partners to rat on each other. That's not a sex thing. That means tell each other like phone the police. Um, Valentine's Day can still be fun if you if you Broke up, stated the tweet. Do you have information about a former or current? Why would you do it about current partner? Current partner involving an illegal activity, gun activity, and then they give a give a name. No. <laughs> so this is this is mad. So if you how how was well that going to work? Like I don't know many relationships that have ended that well. Not really. It's not common. They usually end quite badly. So this one gives you the uh, the uh, the opportunity to grass up your ex for having having a gun in America
1: you legally could just, you could just grass them up anyway irrespective of what they've done what gun was it a uh, big one
0: but I think obviously in America they're allowed them yeah in my husband states. had a
1: gun did he
0: yeah he's got a toothbrush as yeah. well yeah no no he, no, he have the, toothbrush very did when he was outside yeah. of the garden shooting the neighbours it's a yeah.
1: Yeah. Whenever he got a toothache. He just used to
0: blow his tooth out. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the this is the world we live in. This is the world, the madness of it all. This is another aspect of insanity that's being deemed normalised. Like yeah, the, it's just p- pitting people against each other. Yeah, that's the whole point. For Valentine's Day, divide and conquer. Yep, it's mad. But guys, I mean, keep sending them in. I did did have a quick one. I said I would uh, I would speak about. It was about Tesla's farting cars. Have you heard about that? No. Basically, I won't get it up, but I can remember off the top of my head. So Tesla had to recall a lot of cars for the second or third time because they were, <laughs> they created something inside the car where you could basically, instead of your horn, like, like changing your ringtone on your phone, you could put you could broadcast anything out of the horn. So you press the horn and it would do anything you wanted. You would record it, which is quite fun, really. How is I'm, that going
1: to work with Road Rage?
0: Well, this is the thing. You would just shout like, twat oh, no. into it yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is what they they created so and then um, people were recording obviously fart noises from apps and just having a fart noise the, as a, <laughs> as a that's amazing yeah so they've had to recall them all and um, uh, that was Giovanni's sentence that one and that, I just thought that's just typical of this planet isn't it? now so but this that's will be that's great though
1: that's the thing I like about humans
0: oh absolutely is yeah. that
1: they would just go yeah I've got a car that costs god knows how much money but I'm just going to make it fart
0: because it's funny yeah that's
1: great that's what humans are about that's what technology is good for
0: and that's how i think like has kind of stopped this and i think that's what they didn't account for that humans find really absurd things funny and when things get really bad we laugh often and i don't like that no
1: the basic humor i love it yeah i love it like i remember being at derby when i used to be a season ticket holder and they had all these really like quite clever chants and, and like these cool tunes they'd have a drummer that would do all these things. And there was just one chant, which was, and bear in mind, this is being sung by like 10,000 people out of the South Stand or whatever. It was, it, it was just like, you, twat. <laughs> you, Like <laughs> twat. It's, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's
0: genius, brilliant. isn't it? <laughs> it, says, it says everything it needs to say. Done. It's the fact that you remember that one. At I Morrow love it. As well. I yeah. love it
1: because the drummer's just going along. And it's just brilliant. And I, like I say, they'd have all these intelligent chants that they'd have about certain players and they make these great play yeah. on words. You twat. Play you twat. <laughs> yeah. The ref would just give a decision and it was just literally like... And I always thought back about Badger being the ref. Like, he's probably got kids going off to work today. Oh, yeah, it's on the telly today, Dad. I can't wait to watch you.
0: There's
1: yeah. Dad just going... Whoosh. And then 10,000 people just calling your dad a twat.
0: He's probably at home doing the washing up and he's out there and the, the wife walks out. He goes, what would you say? you did no you didn't say it no you, you, both, you didn't say it he just you just hears it like randomly yeah he? yeah because oh, oh, it's that?
1: so catchy the yeah. wife's probably the wife's doing the drying up so he's washing up she's drying up looking out the window You. can you stop it
0: what I, what I'm... oh
1: sorry it's an earworm <laughs> it have got
0: it in my head yeah and the kids like see you later that's out to school going just skipping down the road. You. Right. Twat twat, 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 twat. That's a twat. that's a twat, twat? Yeah, I love it's it. just got in his head. It's just ruined his life. Bless him. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what humans do. We, we, we. Um, if you give us a bit of technology, we'll put a fart noise in it, and um, yeah. and don't don't do it. Would you learn the technocracy? Will just be like we live in smart cities, fart cities, and then it'll literally just be us pressing buttons, going past houses, and the windows open, and just a, a loud someone shouting twat. On a computer or fart, fart noises.
1: It's why it, I love the human race.
0: I do absolutely stuff like that. I just I told you my plan is to like when we are stuck in smart cities to spend the day one day a week going around the city telling people Siri what to play, shouting <laughs> through their window. Siri, play, play. Wanna be, wanna be in my gang. Hey, pedo. That's that would be my Sundays. What a day. <laughs> what a life. I love it. See you later, guys there